Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. Welcome to more than just a podcast. Podcast? Podcast. That's Sean. Sean's back. Hey! Oh, that's loud in my oh, ears. That's just blown someone's just blown ears. everyone's speakers. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm back. Sorry. So my name's George. I'm here with Sean, as you just heard, and Long John's here tonight. as well. Long podcast. Hello. Uh, no Reese again. Uh, we'll explain that later. More of that later. A lot more of that later. Um... He's, he is all right. He's not dead or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he hasn't cool. joined a professional football club or anything. Um, so we're happy, aren't we? We're happy hammers. We are happy hammers. Because we beat the champions on Saturday and we are fourth in the league with a quarter of the season gone. <laughs> yeah. It is a bit of a joke. Barcelona, here we come. What were we singing on Saturday? We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Barcelona, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. Barcelona, we're coming for you. Uh, nice little bit of singing there, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, West Ham 2, Premier League Champions, Man City 1. Hey! We all went. <laughs> Goes your speakers uh, again. <laughs> Sorry. We all went. We all had a good time. We got there a bit late, as you will hear in the in the outside broadcast in the short I blame time. TFL. This is an appeal to TFL. Please sort out your trains. Well, it's just us. But this is why we're going to move to the Olympic oh, Stadium. Shut up, Sean. Because what I was going to say is... The infrastructure around Upton Park just cannot cope. And therefore, when we move to the Olympic Stadium with the Jubilee Line and all the extra infrastructure, we won't have that problem. Problem solved, John. What? Problem solved. You, you said something to say. I don't know. I, was just, <laughs> I just said to you, all I said to you was that we don't normally see all that because we normally get there a bit earlier and go to the pub. You're all right, Jack, though. How about all the other thousands of people who do go straight to the game and don't go to the black line, John? You're all right, mate. You're all right, Jack. I'm all right. Thanks very much. <laughs> Jack is, a, is a, right, Jack. a variant of John in the old times <laughs> gone past. But, yeah, you know. I was oh, come on. I know you don't want to go to the Olympics team, but the one thing you've got to admit is the transport links are a damn sight. Oh, mate, better. it was shocking to get involved in all that. But, damn you know. sight. Damn sight. Jolly on. You know. Uh, we, we do, we've got lots to get through, so let's 
just go through the stats quickly. West Ham possession 30. Amazing. Percent, which is obviously, looks like Man City dominated. 12 shots, 4 on target. Man City possession 70%, 21 shots, 5 on target. That all stems from the second half. Really, Did that it? surprise you, George? Uh, no, because they... They had most of the ball in the second half, and they I had know, but a lot of chances to score. We defended well and got lucky, but and did it's it twenty-one shots with five on target? The stats say they should have beaten us, don't they? Well, yeah, but you know, possession isn't always the main stat. Doesn't yeah, the possession isn't always the true representation of the game. But I don't know. But we took our chances. Well, I just I just don't feel we were that. I don't know. I, I, it was last half of the second half was just quite, you know, intense, wasn't it? But we didn't expect to have the ball. They, we expected them to come at us, didn't we, second half, yeah. as they did. They did. And when they got that goal, pretty much immediately after we scored our second, I did worry for the rest of the match that they were going to get another one. Yeah. It did look that way as well, to be fair. They, they, I said to you, it's only a matter of time before they score, and then we yeah. scored... Uh, As it will show on our uh, pre-predictions on the outside broadcast, uh, none of us really believed. I think I said a cheeky 1-0 win, but I didn't really believe it. You didn't really believe it, because on the train on the way there, you said, we're going to get walloped today, your exact (laughs) words. I did say that. We could get walloped, I think I said. Well, it's just just historically we have done, isn't it? We haven't won there five years. 2009, just so you can work out We haven't won against Man City full stop. We haven't since the money's come in, but you know it was. It, it's it's always been Toure. I mean, he wasn't all that, was he? But no, he's been poor. Toure was. Can I ask some questions, or do you want to talk a bit the game a bit? I mean, they, I'll just say they hit the bar twice. Well, what, didn't they? what are your questions about, Sean? Well, Amafatano. Let's start with him. Who? Um, Amafatano. There's an L in there. You keep forgetting this when you spell his Am- name. Yeah, Amalfitano. Amalfitano. Uh, obviously got the goal. Yep. I thought it was Sacco, as you'll hear, on the, uh, who, who lined it up. Uh, but obviously it was in a Valencia. Um, I thought he played really well. And I, I hadn't really rated him before. Who, Amalfitano yeah. or Valencia? Amalfitano. I thought that he would be a squad player. Uh, but I was really impressed with him. I've always thought he was good. I said when he signed, if we listen back to the, probably the first or second podcast of the season, I said he's a good signing. He was good at West Brom. Yeah, well, they took uh, him. They took him off and put Coyote. Proven on. himself in the he's, he's, he's got a qu- he's got a uh, level of quality about him, hasn't he? he? You know, he looks comfortable on the ball. He looks another person who he wants the ball and is comfortable on the ball. So my question about Coyote is: Who, who? do you Coyote 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 is who do you drop to bring him back into the team? Obviously, they took Amafatano off on Saturday to fit him back in. Who'd you drop? You, you asked the same question two weeks ago. Well, I'm asking now. Well, no one. You, you have to earn your place back. Mark Noble's been playing well since he came back from his injury last week. He's very good on Saturday, I thought. Alex Song, obviously man of the match. Downing's Probably one of our place. best players. Uh, yeah, Downing's not going anywhere. So Malf- uh, it's going to have to be Malfitano, but Malfitano's playing well. So he, yeah. he's got a it's a good problem to have, though. Come it's on. a great problem to have. So, Chiarty is a his quality as well. He is. Two flashpoints of the game. Flashpoints. Flashpoints. Flash oh, Do you remember that? That's a, <laughs> Do you remember that song? That's memory. Um, company um, got a yellow card. Two other incidents that could have earned him a yellow card. 
He should have gone. He should have gone, shouldn't he? Yeah, he should absolutely. Have gone. I, I mean, just from being there, the ref struck me as really sort of poor, really poor. He was like so sort of seemed to be one-sided, but you know that's I mean, us in our claret and blue glasses, maybe. But he, he should have gone. Definitely. He should have definitely gone. Uh, there, there was at least two. Other than his booking that he got, there was at least two more. Yeah. Could, I was going to say the second flashpoint was the stamp by Aguero on Mark Noble, yeah, which uh, was referred to the FA, and they say no further action. Yeah, well, I mean, you, but that should have been the, a red card. At the time, I didn't really notice it. To be fair, but you saw it on match of the I saw day. Saw it match the day, and it should have been a red card. Yeah, um, I know Rob behind us did shout and say, "You just stamped on him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice it at the time, but yeah, again. Bad refereeing. Yeah, he wasn't very good, the ref. No. He wasn't very good. My next my next question, because I've got a couple more okay. before you move on. Sacco, seven goals in seven starts. Best signing in the last ten years? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. So, you uh, tell I me another one. Yeah, sort of, that's sort of... You know, that's something you'd like to think about, wouldn't it? You'd like to think back over the signings of the last we'll 10 years. We'll get back to me on that. Okay, we'll get back to you. So yeah. my, my next Sacco's question about Sacco, go on. It's a very good signing, and but you base that against no matter what the I amount I of money you've spent against the player you've got. It's yeah. very good. So he probably is, for the money you'll be spent against him and the amount of the return we've and got the, already. It's not even so much... The fact that he's, although it's brilliant, he's scoring the goals. It's his work rate. It is absolutely. It's everything about you know the the two of them up front. They just do not let the defenders no. relax. They both want it as well, don't and they? they? Yeah, they're just Hungry. so yeah, they're so up for it. And it's a such a pleasure, well. pleasure to it, see. Um, it's a shame he didn't get a goal, but he got a good assist as well. He's he did. A, he's incredibly well, you strong. You didn't know it was him at the time. Yeah. He's incredibly strong for such a... He is. He, he looks like... A, when, we, when he was running up against company, company I said he yeah. looks like a little boy compared to company, he's, but he still muscled him yeah, a few times. Yeah, he's such a sort of slim-looking like man, he's, but he's very strong. The only problem is, with our two strikers playing so well and well, proving themselves, is, as I said on Saturday, that, you know, so someone's going to come in, come in big in the summer. So, and so, yeah, but not summer. only that, but he's been injured, huh? so... Probably, probably will do in the summer. So here's my next question. Sacco, injured... Obviously, he's got the shoulder. He's had an X-ray. It's not. He's not got a broken shoulder, but he's got bruising. He's definitely out of Stoke. Could be out of Villa. Papers said today he could be out for four weeks. But well, uh, John I'd, knows I'd, differently. Sky Sports News tonight said that, that it wasn't as bad as thought, and he'd be back for Stoke. He won't be back for Stoke. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee it. I guarantee he will not play at Stoke. How much want to bet? I'll bet you any money you want to bet. He will not play for Stoke. He could be back for Villa. Oh, oh, I'll bet, oh, I'll bet I you back that either. I bet you lots of money that he won't play for Stoke either. Right. Well, that's good. So my question is, <laughs> who will start <laughs> play for Stoke? I got you. <laughs> I got you. Who will who will he start instead of Sacco? I said this today with George. We were out today. I said it will give him the opportunity to put Valencia up front and bring Nolan in on the really? right. Zarate's injured. Right. Did you know that? Did you know Zarate is injured? Yeah, he is. And there's no, like, what's wrong with him? Well, it's a bit of a strange one because there's been no official talk. But if you look at physio room, it says he's got a knock. Um, and the talk is that, um, yeah, he has a knock and he won't be back till after the international so break, which can't sort you, of puts him to the Everton game. Can't you find out if you've got this I have. definite... I have. I've only, d- I've only Sacco. just. Can't you find out about? I him? have, but I've only just found out about Zarate today. So I've asked, but I've come to the studio I, now. I knew Zarate was injured before today. Well, I didn't. 
So I only wrote an article about it today for Claret New, and I'm just finding out some from an inside source what the situation is. So I'll update you later. I also saw you tried to get Joe Hart in trouble on uh, West Ham until I'm Well, Joe Hart, yeah. So Joe Hart, yeah, I did write a story about Joe Hart because I thought it was very unprofessional. I thought that was a very pointless piece of journalism, Sean. Why? Pointless. Because it was barely... What you accused him of—it was, bar- it, it was barely he an made obscene gesture. A, an obscene gesture. It was barely an obscene. It was wasn't even. I won't say what it was. It was all done in jest. And it, yeah, good, good jest. It wasn't was even. Did, talking of that, and I'm trying to deflect it. Did you see the mascot who put his thumb up against him when he tried to shake hands when he was in the tunnel? Coming? Yes, seen that. But yeah, I think that was pointless. Anyway, it, anyway, it got a lot of followers. Oh, sorry, it got a lot of readership. Anyway, we've got a whole outside broadcast to play, Sean. So let's not forget that. Um, Fact attack. West Ham, seven. Everton, six. And Hull, five have the most headed goals so far this season. West Ham have made the most long key passes this season with 27. Diafra Sacco is only the second West Ham player to score in five consecutive Premier League matches. Who was the first? Who was the first? Sean. I I, I assume it was someone like uh, Leroy (laughs) Rossinia. But I'm guessing there, because I don't know. God. Um, but we don't quite play on the floor, is, is a point of one of those I was going to say. There was a lot of other things I, I was going to talk about, but I'll talk about them later. Because I know you're cutting me short. Well, no, we just want to play the outside broadcast, really. Okay, let's do we'll that. Let him get through his points. Let's yeah, just, do your points. Do your Come points. on. Come on. All right, the last points. one I want to talk about, well, two more, but Cresswell and Jenkinson. Yeah. I think that they have made the biggest difference. Yeah, Cresswell was particularly good on Saturday. I thought Jenkinson was a bit shaky at times. Uh, but one of them got an assist, didn't they? Creswell again. Creswell got the assist. I mean, I, I know they're, they're both a massive improvement on what we've had, and it's really nice to have two attacking it fullbacks. Is. It is. Creswell is fantastic that he's made the step up, and Jenkinson. It's just a shame that we won't be able to keep him at the end of the season. It is a shame. It is a shame. Next, what's your next point? Uh, the the last point um, I'd like to say is um, I just want to ask you: Have we got our West Ham way back? I did an article, as you know, after Fergie said he didn't know yeah, what the West Ham way was. And I did one in the Daily Mail. Yeah, I actually thought your article was quite good, Sean. But have we got our West Ham way back? Because I tell you on Saturday, I felt yeah, it was the West Ham way was back. And I, I felt that way before we went to the match. I was genuinely excited. I think I tweeted uh, on Friday that I was genuinely looking forward to going to football tomorrow. And it's not long that I've... It's been quite a long time since I've said that. I agree. About West yeah. Ham. I agree. But what I disagree with is all these... Arsehole pundits, the shearers of the like, who, are, you know, the yeah. fat git. We talked about this a little bit last week, didn't we? The, there is the there is the fact. I don't know if you listen, Sean. The fact that the, the amount of grief came Allardyce's way last season, it was deserved, and it must have been something to do with the pressure brought on by the fans that have made this come about. As much as he has been successful and he's done well, but it's all down. Got well, not all down, but it's a large percentage. I would have thought about the fan base. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, thank you for allowing me to no ask problem. the questions. And uh, now let's hear the outside broadcast, which uh, we did just in case we won. And then we went on to a West Ham to lie, die, drink at uh, Millerswell in Barking Road afterwards. And I'll tell you a bit about that afterwards. I must point out before it starts that there will be some explicit language heard within this. Um, I didn't take it all out, so thank Enjoy. You. Well, it's kick-off of uh, West Ham versus Man City, and we're still walking down Green Street. John, quick, uh, are we going to win today or not? Yeah, we're going to go, no, no, we're going to go draw. Draw. George, quick one? Yeah, no. Which one? Draw. 
a draw. I'll go for a 1-0 win, as I always do, but uh, we're making our way to uh, the stadium, bowling ground. Hopefully we won't miss a goal. In the ground now, good chance by Sacco and Enna Valencia. The corner, Mark Noble, captain, takes it. makes a wanker sign to uh, the West Ham fans in the
John, half time. Did it surprise you the first half? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really, oh, really, really good, mate. Do you want to do you want to re? Do you want to say that we can win it now? It's still said, draw. Um, I'll stick with a draw. I hope for a win, but I'll stick with a draw because I'm not too disappointed. George, how about you? Winner or a draw? I reckon we can hang on. City look a bit shaken. Uh, I wouldn't say this first half has surprised me because we've come out and attacked and pushed and pressed as we have done for the majority of the season. So, come on your eyes. Man of the match for you in the first half? Uh, probably Martin Noble. Yeah, true blue. How about you, Sarah? What do you think the first half? True claret and blue. <laughs> Yeah, you think we can't hold on second half? I always thought it would be 2-2. So I reckon we'll score again and then they'll score two. Can we lose? We're not going to lose. Good. All right. Second half kicked off. Chance for the Lentia header on goal. Offside, though. Company should have got a second yellow there and should have been off the pitch, but referee gave them the benefit of the doubt. We've got a free kick just in front of the goal. Seven minutes gone in second half. Downing just misses another one. Oh, so close. 2 0. Being saved by Adrian with his feet after 60 minutes. Kept us in it. Great save, great save. Hit the goal, hit the crossbar, bounced back, wasn't over, I assume, with the goal line technology. And uh, Adran saves from Yaya Torre. Alma Pitano comes off, and all comes Piate. I think he's had a really good game, actually. Nolan's coming on. Three minutes remaining. Very nervy. Finish. It's going to look probably be about five minutes of extra time. Big applause for Sacco going off. Job done. One goal. Take his time now. 
probably about 60 seconds, just over 60 seconds remaining for a historic win for West Ham over Man City to go third in the Premier League. seconds remaining of normal time if the referee blows it. Everyone's whistling in the ground. Are we going to win this? It's got to be time now. It's got to be time. Come on. Well, for a West Ham United, a West Ham till I die drink up. George, your thoughts of full time when I looked at John? <laughs> Wouldn't expect it. Have we not already done this? No. We haven't. Um, I, I, I thought we could hold on when we were at half time, one new up. Uh, and we got the second goal, Sacco 6 and 6, but 7 and 7 technically. Yeah. Uh, and I think we deserve to win. I mean, we were lucky a couple of times hitting the bar, cleared off the line, Aguero and. They were lucky not to have uh, company sent off though. They were. Um, but I think overall we deserved our win, everyone. Were. Are you happy? It was a battle. Yeah, yeah I am happy, of course. John. I agree with everything George said. So far, I can't talk. Yeah, um, and on with more of the beers. Oh, Until on. later. Uh, and we've bumped into a fellow member of the SAB, Stacey. Stacey, do you want to tell us about what that was like, beating the champions of the Premier League last year? Can I say orgasmic without getting banned? You can say that. Say what you want. Uh, uh, say it again. Say it again. Orgasmic. I mean, my God, I can't believe we took it to them. We didn't sit back. We just kept pressurising. And the last 10 minutes, I actually had my eyes closed and my fingers in my ears because I couldn't bear it any longer. So we went back to 4-5-1 and I thought, oh my God, here we go. But Man of the match for you. Well, there's so many men and so little time, I really don't know. So I, I can't actually think. <laughs> I'm not sure. Song, I do think. Yeah, it's orgasmic. Yeah, there's a cue. Um, no, I don't know. I can't tell. Song, we're a good candidate. Um, no, I think I'd go for Song. But the two front men, I'm almost like giving them a joint man of the match because they just kept plugging away the whole time. Okay. And I think you've probably picked the title for the podcast this year, uh, this this uh, week, which is Orgasmic. Okay, I can go along with that. I won't charge. You. Say it one more time. Oh, when I say I charge you, I don't mean that. I mean yeah, okay. <laughs> one more time. Okay, orgasmic. So we're in we're in Miller's Well still, and we've bumped into Simon from County Wicklow, who's made a journey all the way from Ireland. Simon, tell us why you're a West Ham fan. Well, when I was growing up, um, everybody in Ireland was either Arsenal, Liverpool, or Man United, and I wanted to pick something different. And boy, did I pick something different. How often did you make the journey? I, I make it about three or four times a year, mostly to away games with my kids, but because um, say put on this today, I felt I had to come over this 
ceiling. So, you picked the right one today? I did, yeah. I've been to a few uh, very drab, nil-nil draws or away games in the last few years. This has been brilliant. What do you think of the game today? I think West Ham were worthy winners. I think we could have gone in at three, two or three nil up at half-time and we showed a great spirit in the second half. And finally, who was your man of the match? Well, they gave to Alex Song, but if I uh, was to pick a man of the match, I would have picked Winston Reid. Excellent. Well, I'll let you get on with your drink. Thank you very much. And have a good... You're going back to uh, Ireland this evening, aren't you? Going this evening, yeah, just to get myself turned around for the Villa game in November. <laughs> Excellent. Cheers, Simon. Thanks, Sean. Good luck. Right, we're still in Mill as well, and we bumped into Carl. Hello. And Jackie. Hello. Right, so where are you from? From Morden in South London, end of the Northern Line. Close to where I work, in Rains Park. Yeah, I play football in Rains Park. Excellent. So what, what are your views on the game? Well, I actually think that was the best game of the season. I thought we played better today than we did against Liverpool. Season ticket holders? No, no, I get to about five or six games a season. How about you, Jackie? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've been to two games in my whole life, and both times you've won. You're a lucky charm, then. Yay! Right, man of the match for today. Alex Song, before that was announced, that was a no-brainer. I thought it was fantastic. That through ball for the goal was fantastic. Jackie? I like number 15 with a lovely hair. But... Sacco? Yay, he was gorgeous. And I thought he was... Seven goals in seven. And he runs so fast. I really liked him, and he really tried hard, and he actually looked like he wanted to win. That's a good shout. There you go. Sorry for the abrupt ending there. Yeah. Uh, you didn't really do an, a sort of outro, Sean. I didn't do an outro, but it did carry on. And uh, Well, I'll explain it later in the next piece. Uh, but we did have a good time in the pub. And you two had to go because you had another party to go yeah. on. But I stayed at the West Ham till I die drinks. And I'm going to talk about that more in a later. But for now, let's hear what the gaffer had to say, Mr. Aladici. Great home performance. Uh, you've beaten Liverpool, you've beaten Manchester City here today. This was terrific, wasn't it? Yes, I mean, um, I think from the first uh, the first minute, we we had to just see what Manchester City were all about. And 
I think it was about defending against Aguero and uh, Deco. Um, I was looking at the TV before the game and they're in the top 10 of Europe for scoring goals per minute. I think Aguero's got 61 and Deco's got 45. So it shows you the task we had today to keep those two quiet and we certainly did that. And then we... We felt our way into the game. We started passing it better, and then we started testing their back four. And then, with the, the quality of using what possession we have, I got started to get behind Manchester City. And, and I have to say, if I was a little disappointed at half time, we weren't two up at least. Um, certainly with the Stuart down in Edin and one or two other chances that we had. But we knew Man City would come back at some stage, and that's why when we scored the second goal at that stage, it was ended up to be very, very important because. You always know somewhere along the line the brilliant players that Man City have may produce something out of nothing and certainly David Silva did that with his goal and then there was some heroic defending after that to make sure we won. Now, back in the 80s, West Ham United were a top three side and they talked glowingly about a front pair, McAvenny and Cotty. Waited a long time to speak glowingly about a front pair since and you've got one here, haven't you? We have. I think that... Um, but, you know, the the energy that these two lads give and the desire to prove themselves at this level has been outstanding. And I think that uh, the two good lads, um, they love coming into training. They always have a smile on their face because they're where they wanted to be and where they've dreamt to be. Yes, sir! Give the man the credit he deserves! Sam Allardyce! Cheers, mate. Uh, well, you can see what it means now, can't we, eh? After that, brilliant. Um, you can improve your security I'm, I'm, here, Sam. I'm can't you really? Now. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he's achieved something. Russell Brand's kissing me. I love it. Um, we've had a fantastic day. Everybody should enjoy it. I think that, you know, from our point of view, this is our biggest test of the season and we've come through it with flying colours and I just hope that uh, there's not, not too many injuries uh, on the back of this because there's a lot of players with knocks and injuries, particularly Sacco coming off. That was a little bit of a worry because of his arm, the way he was holding his arm to me. So hopefully that's not too serious. Um, and hopefully... Um, we can continue where, where we've left off today, and that's winning football matches uh, with um, a lot of spirit and a lot of quality, and certainly uh, today shone through for us against the Barclays League champions. Well, our, our hooligan interloper there has just said, as you said, give Sam the praise he deserves. Do you, do you have a, a, a wry smile to yourself here of self-satisfaction because of what happened to you sort of the tail end of last season? I don't dwell on the past. I think that you know that the future is the most important thing for me, and uh, making the future better for us all, particularly for me and my family. And, and doing that is is getting more and more results and building a team that that takes the the pressure off, if you like, because it wins more games than your other teams that you've built. But you've got to you've got, you've got to get to that stage by earning the right to still be there, and that's winning football matches. And we all know how fickle. The game is if you lose two or three today and the pressure comes on you if you get down to the bottom of that Premier League because there's so much at stake, particularly financially. you know. But for me, it's experience now. It's learning how to cope, learning to take it on the chin, not to react the right way and stay focused and know what you're good at and continue to do that. There you go. That is what the gaffer had to say and what Russell Brown had to say. Yeah. Russell Brown needs a good wash. That, that'll help. That help us get him on the podcast. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> he does. Um, so, well, he's, Sean, he's, he's, how many times has he said he will come on this podcast, and how many times has he let us down? I know. There you go. So, the chances he's listening to this podcast, considering he's agreed to come on 
as a guest and let us down or zero. Maybe he'll come on when he's running for mayor <laughs> to promote, <laughs> yeah, we'll promote his campaign. Um, you want to talk a little bit about Eddie Bovington. So we, yeah. we, we had a few drinks with a West Ham uh, FA Cup finalist. Yeah, so Eddie Bovington came along to the West Ham till I die drinks. He, um, he played for us, I think, from 1959, 12 years, made 184 appearances, including... The FA Cup final, which we beat Preston North End in 1964, I don't know, 3-1? That's a guess, by the way. Nigel will be jumping up and down saying I'm wrong by now. But anyway, what a nice guy. You met him, George, didn't you? You met him, yeah, John. Yeah. Yes, very nice uh, man. We stayed on and had many beers. Now, there are there is some things we talked about that I'm not going to talk on the podcast because I'm trying to sort some things out with the club, but that will come back for another podcast. But it was really good because... He felt really appreciated by true fans. We had a 1964 jumper jersey, which we all signed and gave him to him, you know, and said respect, etc. I'll put a picture up on the Facebook group, which is, George? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. But yeah, he's, uh, but I've got a confession to make. Are you ready? Go on. I did an interview for the podcast with Eddie after we'd had a few sherbets, both of us. But I appear to have lost it. So the lost tapes, the Eddie Bovington interview will never be heard, I'm afraid. Can so, we not? Uh, could we not? I've we got his mobile number, so I will ring him. Maybe try it. and do another one with the Yeah, man. I will try and do another one with Eddie. But uh, if you're listening, Eddie, uh, you're really good company. You're a real gentleman. And uh, sorry, I've lost your interview. Well done, Sean. Well yeah. done, Sean. Good work. Yeah, thanks. So, as I mentioned earlier, this is another podcast without Reese. Um, oh, well, I just skipped ahead. Yeah, you just skipped ahead. We can switch it up, though, can't we? Yeah. Um, so, Reese isn't here again. We do what we want. This is the third week in a row. We're the Fair Weather Podcast. Actually, just to think, actually, Reese has taken Fair Weather Podcasting a little bit too seriously <laughs> since thinking about it, actually. Um, he's not here again, and we're, we're starting to get a bit sick of it, if we're honest. Yeah. We are the Fair Weather Podcast, but it's supposed to be about the football and not about him. <laughs> I really? I don't know if I'd like this nickname that you've given us. What, the Fair Weather yeah. Podcast? Yeah, but you've got to admit, since we've been the Fair Weather Podcast, we've started winning. So could that be part of the magic formula? Maybe. Maybe we, we are the maybe reason. Sean's podcast. He can do what he yeah, likes. Yeah. Um, we record when we want. We record when we want. We're more than just a podcast. We record when we want. So we put this together earlier. Um, basically, we're going to ask you, the listener, should we save Reese or sack Reese? Um, I'll put a poll on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. Podcast. And you can also tweet your support. Hashtag save Reese or hashtag sack Reese. Reese is spelled R-W-E-C-E for those yeah. who don't know. It's yeah. not R-H-Y-S. Just in case we get thousands of people in. Yeah, no, we're going to get so many. I mean, the Facebook group will probably do all right. I mean, we yeah, might we'll not get many get tweets. Five. <laughs> uh, so we put this together earlier just I'm to get Muttley. you... <laughs> he actually did that. <laughs> Just to get you in the mood for the yeah. uh, for the poll. We spent about half an hour doing this, by the way. It's a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> right. More like 10 minutes. ten minutes. <laughs> Here it is. We don't spend half an hour doing anything for this podcast. Save Reese or Sack Reese? Another podcast without Reese Jones. It's time to decide. Sack him or back him? In season one. He started as a special guest every week as a professional player on the books of AFC Wimbledon. In season two, he joined as a regular presenter despite being released by AFC Wimbledon in 
just joined League Two. In Season 3, despite having no club by the end of the season, we kept him on anyway because we felt sorry for him. In Season 4, he's got a girlfriend and we rarely have seen him since. The question we ask you, the more than just a podcast listener, is back him or sack him? There you go. Yes, we ask you, the listener, do we back him or sack him? Vote on facebook.com forward slash more just a podcast. Are we allowed or to tweet us, hashtag save Reese or hashtag sack Reese. Yes, Sean, what's your hashtag save Reese, hashtag sack I Reese. say sack Reese. John? Save. Ooh. Ooh, that's... This is like Decider on X Factor, isn't it? I'm going to leave it up to the listener. What do they say? Deadlock. This is deadlock. Deadlock. They actually refer to the public vote, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, Rosanna's here. Rosanna, back him or sack him or save him? Um, I think you should um, sack him because he has not been here. The reason Rosanna's saying that is she wants to take over as a podcaster (laughs) and she sees his seat and wants his position. A quick update from the Mornings Podcast Fantasy League. Uh, There's 178 of us taking part this season. The early leader is Jeremy Pike in first place. How long are you going to have early leader? (laughs) Because we are quarter of the way through now. I know, I know. With 519 points. (laughs) Sean down to 49th with 410 points. Reese Jones who? Down to 136 with 381 points. George is down to 156 with 356 points. And John is down four places to 165th with 327 points. Last but no means least is James MC Andrew. I know it's probably McAndrew, but... Come on, James, pick up your game. 262 points. Come on, James, pick up your game. Right. It's time for this. It's time for Facebook Twitter question time. Uh, we ask you, the listeners, to join us on the podcast. I've got a couple of questions from last week. Do you want me to do them? Yeah, do them first. So, Terry Bond said, I'll repeat my question on a different post. Did the club consult with Sean directly before deciding to change its name to the SAB? What does the catering manager think? So, first of all, uh, the SAB hasn't changed its name. Um, what does the catering manager think? Well, the catering manager has just gone on maternity leave, so she doesn't think very much, although she was there on the night. Technically, I resigned well, from the SAB a I'm few sure weeks that's a, before. that's a bit harsh to say she doesn't think very much. She probably has given it some thought. I'm, I'm sure she has. But I technically resigned from the SAB. Uh, they did consult with me, Terry, yes. They did talk to me. I don't want to sound pretentious, but <laughs> they did... Uh, Ask my views, but I, I decided because I'm going to be on the new independent West Ham Supporters Association, where I'm joint chair, I mm. decided there was a conflict of interest, <laughs> so I I stepped down from the SAB. I understand they want to create a new SAB of 66 people and two from each age group. Well, you might as well sat down. You've, you've served your purpose, haven't you? Well, you've do done you know what, what? You've, you've done exactly what they wanted you to do, so do well done. Well I'm done, not going to disagree with you there, John. There you go. You've, you've I do feel a bit used and abused, there to you. be honest, that we were a tick box exercise a lot of the time. I enjoyed my time on SAB. But I do agree that we were probably... Um, Someone puppets. there to say... We were marketing puppets. Yeah, you were there yeah. to say that we consulted the fans. Yeah, 
I, I we're going to move to the Olympic Stadium. I didn't see it at the time, fans. but hindsight is a wonderful thing, John. And we have one from Darsh Davda, Sean. Yes, who, who talked about uh, the membership pack. So this is the West Ham Academy membership pack. So I did look into this, and I was told that um, they didn't go on sale until August. Why are you, why are you going advertised. up at the end of all your sentences? They clearly advertised that they would be received by the end of October. And there are many <laughs> reasons for this. <laughs> Usually produced after the transfer deadline in line with orders. So um, I believe, I understand the club believe they were very clear that they would not come out to the end of October um, because they probably want to get the latest transfer marketing, etc. So um, sorry oh, about that. No, but, do I think... Yeah. I did find out, though. You answered the question for I Darsh. answered the question. Uh, Darren Kitching asks, I just hope Reese is on. <laughs> hey. oh, don't we all? He's got a broken toe, I hear. By the way, I wonder if Darren's going to back him or sack back him. Save or save or save there's a save there. Uh, I feel cheated when I cannot hear how many green lights he's driven through. Yeah, that is his main contribution now. Did we do the Poznan? We did do the Poznan. Yeah, we did, we did do the Poznan. We, we gave both, in both Trevor Brooking lower and everyone was doing it uh, at one point. It started up. Uh, we, I would Bob, assume it started at the Bobby Moore lower. It did seem to start we the Bobby Moore end. I think I saw the East Stand. I'm not sure about the uh, corporate no, I think the I, West Stand. Yeah, really? pretty, I don't Chad know, I don't know about maybe. upstairs, but pretty much everyone was doing it at one point after the second goal. It was very amusing. It was, yeah. Terry Bond says, can you please clear up what exactly is going on? Have we all been transported to an alternate dimension where West Ham play on the floor and score for fun? Yeah, it does. It is a bit. <laughs> too, it does all seem a bit too good we to do, be true. I mean, it? as as miserable people like John is most of the time, it, you have to pinch yourself and go, "Well, what can we moan about?" <laughs> and I haven't moaned, do I? It's I know. Did it? It's like a new. It's the new um, John. It's just it's the new West Ham, isn't it? Uh, Roger Markham says, "Evening, lads. Who won last week's caption competition?" Sean, you ran this. I didn't really. Yeah. Have you picked a winner? Which one was it? Well, well, we only you, had. I think you'd done two, didn't you? I did two, yeah. One of them was uh, David Gold with a seven foot seven policeman. And of course, David Gold is only Mike three Scott's foot four. Mike said Gold brings in reinforcements for Reed's contract negotiations. Nigel Khan says, What's the weather like down there? Darren Kitchen said, Congratulations, shotgun winning. Dan Brazil says, Copper says do to David Gold, do as you're told, stand there and have your photo taken with me or I'll blow your foot off with my gun. Yeah, I think that one wins. <laughs> that's quite <laughs> literal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that one's the best one. I like that one. So that's the winner. Uh, and then there was another one you'd done with uh, David Moyes. Oh, yeah, hands David with Moyes, yeah. David Sullivan. Uh, Oliver Stapley said, at the end of the season you're in. Roger Markham said, much obliged, but we don't play that type of football here. I think I think the second one yeah, because I I think so the winners were Roger Markham and Dan Brazil so I don't know what the Sean, prize is Sean's going to give you the prize what were the prizes well, Sean but the prizes are a ten year contract for Sam Allardyce what Roger Markham also asked <laughs> what chance complacency now we've lesser teams to face before Chelsea on Boxing Day. I think I'm going to say what chance of complacency. No, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I, just, it's I hope that the I don't think we, I don't think anyone will be complacent. I think they're just going to be up. I think they're enjoying it now and up for it. So I think we're going to keep I, I going, believing be we can by win. Christmas, I think we could be. <laughs> 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 That's not complacent. We could be top of the league. We could win the. Tom Wayne asked a good title. question. What would you say Sacco is worth right now? 
obviously ignoring his injury. Well, I heard a a question, on the grapevine that West Ham have slapped an unofficial price tag on him of 15, twenty-five million. Pounds. Twenty-five. Geez. I'd say twenty mil. Twenty-five million pounds. I don't think they would sell him. No. But I think an offer of twenty-five million would be hard to turn down. Five years. Four years. Contract. Four years, maybe. I, it wasn't I, a five-year contract. I, if I remember rightly, Sean, the whole premise of this transfer window was to get some players in that will have a resale value. So we won't, yeah. we can't be surprised when... We it, would. Be, I it, think everybody would be upset if he was sold in January. And apparently... No, I can't see him. No, do you know who's sniffing around? Who do you think sniffing Arsenal. around? Arsenal. No. Tottenham. No. Newcastle. No. Man United. No. Come on, who likes to buy up every striker that's got is any good? Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. I hear that Chelsea is sniffing around. Mm. Matt High says, about a quarter of the way through the season, I'm in no doubt that there will be tough times ahead, but I am confident we will be playing European football next year. Also, Sir Sam Allardyce has a ring to it. Actually, I didn't read the question out. It was really bad. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, Sean, you asked, uh, can West Ham qualify for Champions League? Can we beat Barcelona? And should Sam Allardyce be knighted and offered a new 20-year contract as Hammers man? Sir Sam Allardyce has a ring to it, Matt High says. Thought the BBC were a bit harsh at the weekend. Focus more on City's performance than ours. We That's deserve more do. praise. Not many teams beat City, but that shows how class we're playing at the moment. Also, just read Saka could be out for four weeks. Sure, Carton Cole will step in. Don't be so sure. I bet you When will. should Andy Carroll be back? Uh, I think it was November Villa. the 8th. Villa, no, he's yeah. coming back for the Villa game. Yeah, that's November the 8th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aaron Sean Watkins says, Thoughts on Sam's suspected contract talks? It was discussed a couple of weeks ago that Sam wasn't right for us going forward. Is he proving us all wrong? What does Sam have to do to win over the fans? Now, is, that's a good question of, you know, should Sam be offered a new contract? Now, I hear that there is a clause that if he gets seventh or above, he will be offered, automatically be offered a new contract. Right or wrong, George? Yeah, I think right. I, don't think I would say, I'll tell you what I'd like to see happen with him. I'd like him to be put on a rolling contract. A year's what, rolling contract. a week at contract. a time? Yeah. <laughs> a match at a time? I'd like, to, I'd like him to have a, a, year, a, a year's rolling contract so that it makes it easy for all parties to, mm. to separate well, if he, needs he did, be, but stay if yeah, it suits. He did, you know? he did say recently, I think he did an article or an interview for The Telegraph, and he said that um, contracts mean nothing now in football. Yeah, no, no, he's right. He is right. So... So but I'm going to ask a question. So hold on, if he didn't have a contract though, at the end of last season, he would have been sacked. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of that. I think it was right. only the fact that there was so much money involved. So if he achieves top eight this year, this season, uh, George, would you give him a new yeah, two-year contract? Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't think you can't. I think. You know, John, for, do you say the same? Because well, I know you're a bit more anti allardyce Yeah, I, I really, as, as a, I just pretty much dislike the man. But you know, I can't sit here and say sack him when we're fourth in the table and you know, you'd be mad wouldn't you lucky I'm uh, pro Allardyce and I've always, always been <laughs> so uh, I, I can be all smug I'm, I'm going to go back and find that podcast <laughs> where you decided halfway through that you're going to be pro Allardyce <laughs> well let's see if we can find that sun snapshot from the outside the ground a couple of weeks ago yeah, I don't think I've ever I've never after made the it, South made it. Un- after the Southampton Ooh, game oh no I don't think that As you were really giving him it <laughs> weren't you Lewis John Aaron says last season that was a game we would roll over in and get our tummies tickled. The players have finally have some guile, fight, and care. Onwards and upwards, keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. Is that to us or, or the players? Yeah. 
Well, either. Let's, let's take Either a little way. bit of... Uh, it must be us. Yeah. yeah. Lawrence Brown said, if this form carries on through December and into the new year, will we be singing Allardyce's Clarence Blue Army? Uh, well, we sang it on uh, Soccer AM, didn't we, George? I don't think it will ever be sung. We did sing it on Soccer AM. I know we did, but I mean... You sang mass. it with me, I know George. I I'd like to point that out. It's on YouTube. I don't know if I did, though. Well, let's have a look at the YouTube <laughs> clip. Uh, Luke Burden says, with Sacco out for at least one game, possibly two, would you start Carlton Cole up front? What are our other options? Uh, we discussed it a little bit earlier. We think he'll play Nolan. I think he'll move it around into the midfield, so I don't think he'll start with Carlton. I'll no. start. I say Carlton not good enough. I'll say he'll start with Carlton Cole. Yeah, Cole and Valencia up front. Yes. Mm. Do you think? And, by the way, just to clear up the last thing George said, I'm going to put the YouTube clip up of... Uh, Sam's Clarence Blue Army up from uh, Soccer AM for a few years ago, and you tell us whether Sam, uh, whether Sam, <laughs> whether George is singing along or not. I think uh, you asked him to do a lot this week, Sean. I know, I know, a lot of audience participation. <laughs> um, I think that's it for the Laundress podcast this week. It is, except for predictions. Predictions for Stoke away. Stoke away. Oh, we're going to win that about eight. Yeah, nil, it's four, four nil win. Complacency. Four nil win. Four nil win. Yeah. Without Sacco. Yeah. Yeah, three goals from Song. That's an interesting thing. We don't revolve from around one player anymore like we did with Andy our Carroll. Our squad is strong. It is strong. What? We've got breadth and depth. And what is it? It's a game of inches. <laughs> What's your prediction, Sean? I would say... Go for 1-0 win. I'm now going to be a bit more... I would say we're going to concede, because we do concede a few more goals, but we're going to win 2-1. Mm. John? Uh, I can't see us doing anything other than win. Score? 3-1. 3-1. What did you say, George? I said 4-0 win. Are you going to ask Rosanna? Rosanna, what do you reckon the score's going to be? Stoke away at the Britannia, Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. I, go, I agree with John, 3-1. 3-1. Let's just ask Reese. Reese, what do you think? What, Reese? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to vote. Sack hashtag him sack him. Save Reese. Hashtag Sack Reese. Uh, it will be on the Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash more than just podcast. Poor please, please uh, vote. Not poor Reese. We've had enough. Yeah. Uh, that's We've it for more than just podcast. Podcast. I've been George. Sean has been. Sean. John has been. Here. And Rosanna has been. Rosanna. Oh, that's boring. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Come on, you irons. Come on, Come on you irons. Let's do those dope boys. Bye. Bob. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Just imagine if we had Lukaku here, that would be amazing. Do you, do you like <laughs> touch people? At what point do you say, yeah. yeah? Just imagine, just imagine, just imagine flash pins. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Always believing. <laughs> Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Always believe in.
Your arms up. He's Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 